You're listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue. The same keen prices online or over the phone. one 800 060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au Right the corner, 3.50 metres left to go, 27.6 the split first into the straighter spirit of St Louis, Artillery goes back to the inside, they were followed further back on the outside by South Coast Arden trying to stay on, the leader is still Spirit of St Louis here's one finishing brilliantly typo right down the outside the leader is Spirit of St Louis he's gripping on, is he? Spirit of St Louis gets in, beats the fast finishing typo a big run. Mahomes scooted was the golden the mile at Menangle and wasn't it great to see John McCarthy have a really big night, Chris, showing son Luke how it's done. Good morning. Well, yeah, Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. This was a special night in so many ways and I wanted to highlight this this morning because as we all know, harness racing is considered to be a family sport. We'll cop this. On Saturday night, John landed a double. He had two drives at Menangle. He got two winners, including that feature race success with the Golden Mile with Spirit of St. Louis. Luke had feature race glory on uh, Saturday night also at Redcliffe, taking the derby with Rock and Roll Hammer. And the other two boys, both Todd and Andy, as we know, they're up in North America. Well, at the Saturday night Meadowlands meeting, they both had winners as well. Toddy landed a double, and Andy was in the winner's circle with I Did It My Way. He's a pretty fair horse in his own right. So... That's a pretty, pretty amazing effort that all four boys or all four guys have been able to enjoy good success within a very short space of time. So I just wanted to touch on this a little bit more. So Johnny McCarthy's online with us now and he joins us now. John, good morning. Congratulations. Good morning, Chris. Uh, yeah, thanks very much. Um, yeah, it was really good the weekend. Well, really good in so many different ways, but that's an amazing achievement. So... You've got a feature race winner. Luke's got a feature race winner. And the boys up in North America, both in the winner's circle. That's a rare feat. It probably is. And, um, you know, it's, uh, I'll probably let the side down a few times. The boys, have, uh, Luke's had winners on the weekend, of course, and they've had winners. But <laughs> most times I can't get them home. But um, last weekend I got a couple home. And um, it's probably the first time we've actually all, all, all done that in a weekend, for sure. Yeah, well... It's an amazing effort. And, and for you, like, you only had the two drives. You got them both home. So Spirit of St. Louis winning the Golden Mile, Cash and Flow winning the race prior, you end up with the best strike rate of all out of the weekend. <laughs> yeah, well, there were a couple of nice ones to drive. Old Cash, he dropped back one grade. He dropped back to a 95 rater. So um, he looked okay from there. And um, and Spirit of St. Louis, like, he's on his way up your way. And... And he needed the run. He was pretty flat at the end. Like, he couldn't have done much better. But, um, yeah, that he hadn't raced for three weeks. So um, he'll go around again this Saturday. And Jack's back on board this week. His suspension's up. So um, And then two weeks later, he comes up to you guys. Okay. So you don't retain the drive this weekend? <laughs> no, I'm just the fill-in when uh, Luke's away or Jack's uh, <laughs> suspended. <laughs> Well, I was looking back through his record, Spirit of St. Louis. The last time you, you sat behind him, that was in the Inter-Dominion Grand Final back in 2021. Yeah, that, that's probably right. Yeah, I, 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 I can't even remember where he ran in that. Maybe down the back somewhere. But um, he was only just new then to the stable. And, um, you know, he's progressed a lot since then. Like, he's, he's he's really turned into a really nice grand circuit horse. He's a... 
he's such a versatile horse. Like, you know, he's got good gate speed, but you don't have to lead. You can sit on him, and um, and he's got a reasonable amount of toughness about him as well. Okay, so as far as the, the Queensland Carnival is concerned, you feel he's on the on the right path? Oh yeah, he's on the he's on the way up now. Like um, you know, like young Jack Calligan, he mostly looks after him when um, um, Luke's away and Belinda's away. So, um, but he said he probably he said when I drove him Saturday, he said he's probably a little bit underdone. Um, but you know, this like that run and this week this Saturday, he should be like really cherry ripe for Queensland. Well, tell me this. You're, you're one of the all-time greats. You're a, a living legend as it stands right now. Were you getting instructions from Jack Cal as you were going out onto the track with Spirit of St. Louis for the Golden Mile? <laughs> yeah, he tells me what Surely to do not. Surely <laughs> not. Well, you know, they work there, the boys. I don't actually work there much. And, um, you know, they're, they're, they're all hands-on. He's like, Louis, he's pet project sort of thing. He works him all the time, so he, he, he knows him back to front. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, and, and just with Luke up here at the moment, uh, the stable's off to a good start. That uh, that horse that won the derby, Rock and Roll Hammer, looks a fairly nice horse in the, in the making. Yeah, he does, he does. And, um, you know, he, sh- he should win a few more races up there. Um, I, I actually haven't talked to Luke to see what he's programmed for, but, um, yeah, he, he, he goes okay. Okay. Are you in contact with the boys? How are they going? It's getting into to peak time up there in North America, into their summer. So all the big races rolling around. Are you keeping in, in close check with the boys? Yeah, I talk to them oh, nearly every day. Um, Narelle's over there at the moment. She's, she's been over there for a week, and um, I'm heading over next week myself. So um, we'll just follow them around. Like, uh, we'll be the caddy sort of thing. But, um, no, they raced at Poconos last night. They both drove a winner each last night. And, um, yeah, and they had a good weekend there. So it, it is cranking up over there. All the, the big races um, are coming along. I'll actually lob there for the Meadowlands Pace and the Hambletonian. So um, hopefully the boys will have drives in those. But, um, no, they go pretty solid now right through to um, October, like with all the feature races. They have all the big races through this period now. But, yeah. no, they're really, they're really enjoying it and no, they love it over there. All right. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that you will be there for the, the Hambletonian. Both boys have been in the winner's circle with the Hambletonian, uh, Andy with Ramona Hill, uh, Cool Poppy Bell with uh, Toddy. But Andy's a chance of winning it again this year because Noel Daly, as we all know, uh, well known to many here in Queensland and down there in Sydney as well, he's got a really nice horse that Andy's part of as well called Volume 8. So hopefully you can take some good luck up there and uh, be trackside when they win the Hambletonian this year. Yeah, that'd be great. He's. Um, I was talking to Andy about him the other day. They have, they've had a few little issues with him early in the piece, but he, he, I think he qualified um, trial last weekend. And um, and he's just starting to get back to where he, where he's got to be. Like he's he's really really fast that horse. I was at the Red Mile last year when he when he was winning out there, and um, not a big horse, but oh geez, he's got some speed for a trotter. Okay, well fingers crossed. Tell you what, Noel can produce one, can't he? Whether it's a pacer or a trotter, he can he can produce one. Yeah, oh, he's a good trainer, Noel, and. Um, you know, he's got a good eye to buy him at the yearling sales. He bought up last year, and apparently a lot of the babies are really starting to go good. So, um, no, he's got a good eye, and he's a good trainer. There's, um, you know, a lot of good 
Aussie trainers and Kiwi trainers over there that really stand out. Okay, so how long do you think you'll be away for, John? Uh, I'll probably be away for about five weeks. And, um, yeah, yeah just we look forward to that every year to go over. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's we get to see the grandkids. And, um, yeah, it's one day when we retire a bit, we might get over there a little bit more. Yeah, well, it works out well. You sort of avoid the... Uh, you know, the real colder months here in Australia, you get up there where it's nice and warm, it's in their summer period, so it works out well. Plus, you get to see all the other uh, kids and grandkids. Yeah, that's exactly right, Chris. And, um, yeah, I don't mind getting out of um, Sydney through winter. It's, it's <laughs> it, We've had a few big frosts here so far, so um, it'll be good to get over there. All right, just in closing, one final question. Have you got to drive this Saturday night? Um. I don't know yet, to be honest. Um, I, I might. There's one there um, I, I drove a couple of times, but um, yeah, I, I actually haven't talked to the boys yet, so um, I'll, I'll, I'll pro- probably know when I have a look at the fields and my name's down. <laughs> you, you might need a manager after last Saturday night, two for two. Surely you get a, another Guernsey this week. <laughs> well, it's easy driving the good ones, Chris. <laughs> You've only got to, it, it, you only got you only got to sit there. It's pretty easy. Okay. Has he got the speed like Beagle Johnny, Spirit of St. Louis? Well, that's a no go No, no, you can't no, put him no. in the same class, Chris. That's <laughs> Johnny's, that's Johnny's the fastest horse I've ever driven. Yeah, an absolute speed machine, no doubt about it. Hey, well done, not only for you, two for two there on Saturday night, but for the family. That's a big effort. Uh, all of you is having success in that 24 hour window. Yeah, thanks very much, Chris. And, um, it's something, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the boys. They're going really good. So, um, no, it's good to achieve something like that. It's great. Yeah, oh, oh. yeah. And they're, and they're proud of you, John. Don't worry about that. So, job well done. Uh, thanks, Chris. Thank you. Thanks a lot. There's John McCarthy joining us. So, that's um, that's something different, Steve, isn't it? Four winners for, mm. for you know, the family. So, John with the Golden Mile, Luke winning the Reckless Derby, and then... Toddy and Andy at the Meadowlands as well. So the number one track in North America, they've had success. So a big effort for the McCarthy family. Hewitt stable's pretty powerful and Gemma Hewitt is joining us. Yeah, and she was in the feature race, so winner's circle on Saturday night. Not only winning, but first and second. Carla Jane beating Sarah Ann in the Mayor's feature at Redcliffe on Wednesday uh, on uh, Saturday night. But some of the other stable runners I'm keen to talk about. Jewel Melody was awesome in the Oaks. And make mine Memphis, he is in the zone right now. He ran a cracker in the Redcliffe Cup. Gemma Hewitt joins us now. Gemma, good morning. Congratulations. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks, Chris. What were the expectations going into that mare's feature on Saturday night? Because both mares went off at big odds. So were you sort of reading much into the odds that were on offer about your mares, or were you confident that they'd show up? Um, I'm never really overly confident with any of my runners, Chris, because uh, it's easy to get disappointed. But... Leading into that race, I really thought that Carla Jane was a good hope. You know, I I knew that um, if the emergency come out as planned, that Narissa would probably look to hold the lead with Miss Mucho. And I just thought that Carla would get a perfect trip behind her. And, um, yeah, I, I did think she'd be a big show on the night. All right. So at the 400, uh, your confidence levels, they're rising as you're watching that race unfold? Yeah. The leader got attacked a little bit, but... Um, when she held up, yeah, I was reasonably confident that, yeah, she she had a she would have a nice pop up the sprint lane, and yeah, she did that quite well. All right, so in the home straight, then your eyes were fixed on what, Carla Jane or Sarah Ann? 
No, we're actually on Carla, and um, I got a really big surprise that Carla, um, Sarah got second, you know. I think her run was massive in the race, and um, she was a big surprise. Obviously, my eyes were on Carla, but when Sarah got second, yeah, I was very, very ecstatic. Yeah, and, and the time was so good, 53.5. Track record's only 53.1, so I, I'm going to venture to say that that's the fastest time a mare's ever recorded at Ripley. So there's another feather in your in your cap as well. Yeah, well, there you go. It's um, it, it gives even more credit to Sarah's run. You know, she did a lot of work, and she was the one that was three wide. So, um, she's a funny horse. She sort of goes under the radar every time she's in the field. She's probably a bit overlooked, but every single time I look back at one of her runs, um, even since I've had her, you know, they're all been very impressive. And you know, um, I, yeah, I think she'll be quite competitive coming into the bigger races over the carnival too. Okay, so with that uh, result there for you on Saturday night, first and second in that mare's feature, spots are going to be at a premium for these other upcoming mare's features, races like the Golden Girl, the Fleur de Lille. So now that you've got first and second, it should almost guarantee them a start each and every week in the upcoming mare's features. Well, I'd like to think so. Obviously, this has been the target for Carla for a long time. They knocked back big money for the US for her and said that they wanted to stay here for the Winter Carnival. And... um, I've sort of been a bit behind schedule with her. We've had a few things go wrong and been pushing time. And, you know, she's been having to race the boys trying to come back from a spell. So I think winning that first meet is fair's mare's feature race um, will take the pressure off her. You know, I, I nearly think that should guarantee her a spot in the Golden Girl with her previous form, you know, before spell and that. And, um, and then as for Sarah, well, I, I think all of her runs have been impressive. She won the last mare's race that was at Albion Park. Um, since then, she's run second to Sure Thing Captain, and now she's run second in the in the Redcliffe Mares race. So, going off her form too, I think she'd be um, hard done by if she didn't get a run in the Mares races. Mm. What are some of the issues that you face with uh, Carla Jane? Um, you know, it was something so simple, Chris. She's just feel I was working her up, and she was feeling so good. And um, when I take the motorbike out to feed up, she actually just goes really silly in the afternoons and she bucked and she pinched a nerve in her back um, and then she she did quite a bit of damage to her hamstring. So it's been quite a battle to get her back to the track. But, um, yeah, she won well Saturday night and now she'll have this week off and, and she'll go in a fortnight's time. All right, but Sarah Ann's going to back up on Saturday night? Yeah, yeah, she didn't race the week before. Um, Saturday, so she'll go again this Saturday night. The racing doesn't seem to worry her one bit anyway. Um, she'll race week in, week out, and she's really thriving at the moment. She looks amazing, and yeah, she's going well. All right, now I'm keen to ask about Jewel Melody. You've been entrusted with this star filly from your dad. You had to bring her up for the Reclavogues. You trialled her the week before, she trialled super, and she raced accordingly on Saturday night. Although beaten, she was far from disgraced, running a very brave second behind cheerleader after doing all the work. But the most obvious question I want to ask, what was the pressure like coming from Dad with Jewel Melody? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, um, I think he loves this horse more than any of his kids, to be quite honest. And uh, <laughs> she's, she's quite spoiled, and I can't believe he's actually spoiled a horse the way he has in this in this filly, but... um. Not many horses are when you're four group ones in one year either. So, um, yeah, it was a big thing to let him to let her come up. And um, he's been pretty good, really. I think he's busy enough back in Bathurst, to be honest, with 50 horses down there. But he's trying to work his way up here um, to get up here for the bigger races. But at the moment, yeah, she's just been left in my care. But he's been pretty good. Um, 
you know, we, we were originally going to bypass the Redcliffe Oaks, but then we had a second thought about it. And, and then obviously I took her there for the trial to make sure she'd handle the track and everything went to plan. So, yeah, no, he's been really good with um, Brendan and I doing all the work. All right. How many driving instructions did, did, did Brendan get pre-race? <laughs> he didn't get many, but I, I think that's fitting according to his last drive on it when he came up to Brisbane. <laughs> so, um, no, we, we left that in Brendan's capable hands. He, he knows the track and he knows the horses up here. And, um, yeah, Dad knew he didn't really have to give any instructions. All right. And she's come through the race well? Yeah, she has, Chris. She's had a couple of easy days since. And, yeah, she's really she's really looking well and feeling well. And that trial, she was probably appeared a little bit lazy. But since then, she's... Um, She's turned into beast mode and she's really on, on on song. So, yeah, I'm really happy with the way she's come through it. She feels good. She's been able to have a couple easy days and get over that run and we'll focus on the next Oaks. Okay, so the South East Oaks is the next start for her? Yes, that will be the next target. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, that's Jewel Melody. And the other horse that I wanted to ask about from Saturday night was Make Mine Memphis. He's never gone better, this guy. He was awesome on the weekend. Yeah, I think so too. I really think he was the run of the race. You know, he sat one off. He he had to make a move around to the chair at one point, and then he had to go three wide again. Um, you know, the other you can't take any credit away from first and second, but they were both on the fence. And I think he done a, a truckload of work, and to still finish third, I think was super impressive. Yeah, it was a fifty-five-six last half, and he's parked. Yeah, and then he's gone three wide, you know. So, um, yeah, he's absolutely in the zone at the moment, that horse. Yeah, no question. So where do you go to start him again next? Uh, we'll go in a fortnight's time. I sort of had a little um, look after that run Saturday night. It was really impressive, but that was his fourth run in a row. So uh, I opted out to miss this Saturday night, and then we'll go again. All right. You've got a couple of runners today, one in particular which is near and dear to your heart, a mommy. Is this the race for a mommy today? <laughs> I hope so. He's due for another win. And, um, you know, his run last week was super. And, again, he was unlucky just to get beat by the, the one that got off the fence. Um, but he did a lot of work last week and he ran a really nice second. So um, he's, he seems to be back back on track and going well again. Barrier five for him today. What, what's your take on the gate? Uh, a little bit awkward, but I uh, had a little chat to Brendan and, um, yeah, he thinks that we'll push forward at the start and, and just try and get a, a position forward early in the race. All right. Your little mate cash us back. He goes around in the last race today, comes up against uh, a few southerners uh, from the Jason Grimson stable, most notably there, uh, about time. But how do you think he'll race today? Yeah, he'll go good. He's, he's just going good week in, week out, Chris. He does the same same program every week and at the moment he's just really enjoying life so um he's good now that the the one scratched today so he'll come out of barrier two and he's already got a position and obviously it's going to be a bit hard to beat jason grimson's horse today but he's a very honest horse and he's he earns me a paycheck every week so he'll go good yeah that he does and i've saved the best for last marlene over the trotter got into trouble first up can she trot all the way today <laughs> I'd like to hope so. She's um she's got a little bit of a mind of her own, Marley. But if she trots she away from the start, you know she she'll go. And um, you could just tell last week she wasn't happy at all. She was never going to trot away. So um, yeah, let's hope for a better start today. And if she trots, she'll be thereabouts.
All right, well, fingers crossed Carly Jane's had a whisper in her ear and says this is how it's got to be done, and uh, she can follow what uh, Carla did there on Saturday night. Job well done there, one, two in that mare's feature at Reckless. Carla Jane beating Sarah Ann. Good luck today, and we'll see you trackside. No worries. Thanks, Chris. There's Gemma Hewitt joining us. So uh, a big night out for the stable. Jewel Melody racing really well. Make my Memphis a ripper in the calf and uh, that one-two result in the mayor's feature. So a good chance of landing another winner today with Amami. We'll see how that plays out. Our man, Racetrack Ralphie, joins us each and every Tuesday morning. He's online with us now. Ralphie, good morning. Yeah, morning, Chris. What have you come up with today? There's no shortage of horses. 11 races. We start... At 12.37, so we're an hour away. What is the best bet today? Look, it's, uh, it's funny how great minds think alike. Chris, I'm going with uh, race seven, number five, Amami. Uh, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Look, this, as you just pointed out, this horse, it's it's part of the uh, Jenna Hewitt stable, and they're on fire at the moment. Uh, his last start, he produced a solid effort. But, uh, that was last week behind the unbeaten uh, former Kiwi in, into the Mystic. The time was good on that occasion, and it's the same trip again today. Uh, his main danger, they're off, all off the second line, and not so. I think he's looking hard to beat here. So we're going to go race seven, number five, Amami. Okay, there you have it. Race seven, number five, Amami. He's got plenty of pressure now, Amami. Uh, race seven, number five, and that's the uh, the first uh, second leg of the double, so we can go skinny there. I think we can, and, uh, and concentrate, go wider in a couple of the other legs. All right. Well, that's the play for today. Amami, race seven, number five. All the focus now switches to Albion Park. Reckliff have staged their two feature meets over the past fortnight. Are you looking forward to this Saturday night? Yeah, Saturday night, shaping up to be a, a great program. You know, we've got the two heats, of the uh, another two heats, the uh, DJA. We've got the Wandai's mate, which looks like it's going to be a cracker. Uh, we've got the Wayne Wilson Paleface Adios Classic. And, of course, we've got the sun on as well. Yeah, it's going to be a great night, no doubt about it. So that's in front of us this weekend, Saturday night. I hey, uh, really appreciate the time, Ralphie, and uh, we'll see you trackside later today. Yep, see you on track, Chris. Righto, there he is, racetrack Ralphie, joining us. Hey, Steve, some news coming through. Wonderful to fly? Yes. No Queensland. No, no Queensland. I think so. so. That, that's that fly... Yeah, that flight leaves tonight, I'm led to believe, the first part. So that's Perth and Melbourne. Magnificent Storm will be on that flight, but wonderful to fly. It's a no for Queensland. So I don't know where that leaves her now for the Eureka because they've always stated they're keen to start in the Eureka. So you would have thought coming to Queensland, starting in a couple of features here, the Rising Sun, and then the Mayor's feature, the Golden Girl, would be a perfect pathway for the Eureka. And it's not all that far after... So those features are mid-July. The Eureka's the first weekend in September. So September 2, you would have thought it sort of could have just fit in nicely, but they've decided to stay in Perth. So we won't see her. Magnificent Storm, good to go. He's come through Friday night's race really well. A couple of others. Rockin' with Attitude. Uh, this is the star filly that's won the Oaks and the Derby in Sydney recently. She's the, the, the horse invited for the Great Square, which is going to be run on the same night as the Rising Sun. This is the new trotting feature, $150,000 up the grabs. She trialled last night, but she made a break. And this is something that has concerned David Miles because he said she's never done it before. She made a break early in the trial and she finished last in the trial. The horse that won the trial, 
RC Phoenix going super full Crispinozio. He's headed to Brisbane as well. But it just put a scare through the camp. So the trip to Brisbane is still on for rocking with attitude. But uh, just a little break there, which uh, sent a few shockwaves through the camp. But they're going to push on. Uh, as far as Bathurst trials last night, on deadline was able to score for Nathan Turnbull. He's coming up now for both the Southeast Derby and the Queensland Derby. Windy Hill Tara, who chased home on deadline, she's already a Group 1 winner taking the New South Wales Oaks. She's definitely coming up as well for our Oaks feature. So she'll be up uh, for the Southeast Oaks, the Queensland Oaks. Steve Turnbull, uh, the champion horseman, said he's going to trial her again next week and then he'll make his way up. But I think on deadline, uh, won't trial again. So he's good to go. So that's good news that they're both headed our way. Uh, we've got uh, school captain, definitely no chance for the Queensland Carnival and no chance for the Eureka. He's going to trial on Thursday night at Shepparton for Nathan Jack. La Rosa, it is confirmed that she won't be coming up for any of the mayor's features, so she's out. We spoke with Jack Trainer last week. He said she's had some issues following that first up run, so she's out of the Carnival now. Uh, she won't be heading north. And just on Saturday night at Menangle, there's a couple of key races there which could have bearing on the Queensland Carnival, in particular with Trotters as well. Uh, London to a brick goes in, uh, around in race number eight. It's definitely headed this way as long as everything goes to plan on the weekend. Lettuce Trot steps out. Paris K steps out. They're likely to be nominated for the, uh, the Great Square as well. And then that first race, Spirit of St. Louis backs up and he's going up against my ultimate Ronnie, so he's bound for the rising sun. And typo, Brad Hewitt's keen to get him a start in these upcoming features, the Sunshine Sprint and the Blacks of Fake. And he starts in that first race on Saturday night. So that's going to be a very interesting race. Typo, my ultimate Ronnie, Spirit of St. Louis. So all eyes on some of these uh, big-name southern horses stepping out across the weekend. So plenty of news about, Steve. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Steve. Chris